Hello, welcome to True Hoop with me, Gerard Hector and Coach David Thorpe. How are you, sir? Man, my phone's already already heating up again. Jeez. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, Gerard. It is NBA silly season, if you want to call it that. Um, just a lot happening, transactions, guys moving. Of course, everybody knows David has a number of players he works with in the league, and he's on the texting with their agents, with the players themselves. What about this? What about that? He's working guys out. I mean, it's it's busy time for him. And, you know, this is also, we have our, you know, annual July 4th holiday coming up this week. So for us here at True Hoop, you know, we are recording this on a Sunday morning uh, to react to some of the stuff going on. Um, and then we'll talk to you guys again uh, later in the week on Thursday. And uh, we'll have some early Sacramento Summer League games to talk about, as well as what else happened transaction-wise uh, throughout David, yesterday, shockwaves, shockwaves, I'm using air quotes, <laughs> sent around the league when Damian Lillard finally requested a trade, at least publicly. We all know he's been trying to get himself out of Portland for at least the last two seasons, possibly more, as we reported here on Troop. Uh, you and Henry did a back and forth yesterday. We posted up on the on the site. And, you know, for me, I'm just like... I'm happy this is like going to come to some kind of resolution for both parties. Like the Trailblazers can move on clearly and start rebuilding around all that young talent they have coming in and the plethora of young talent they will get in a Damian Lillard, Lillard trade. And then Lillard can go try and play somewhere where maybe he has a chance to win an NBA championship. Or just be happier. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, he's, it's a, it's just a messy situation. It's still, I think kind of messy. Um, I think, I don't think he's been, only d- demanding uh, behind the scenes, like, let's do something. He's also kind of had his foot on the other side, which is mm-hmm, I want to mm-hmm. finish here. And I think mm-hmm. I think all the parties failed. I think Portland uh, is in the middle of the road, and they shouldn't be. And I think Dame has been in the middle of the road, and he shouldn't be. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. He could have – last year he was amazing, and he could have mm-hmm. done so on a much better team and maybe, sure. maybe even been more amazing. So now we think there's a chance he'll be somewhere that has a chance to win 50-plus games. Portland does not have that chance. And personally, I think this was predictable that we were going to get here two years ago, that there's going to be a situation where uh, the future there is just untenable. Yeah, and yeah. They, the both parties failed to realize that two years ago. And so at least yeah. we're here now, better than ever. No, for sure. And, you know, look, I know everybody's like, oh, it's the heat, it's the heat, it's the heat. You know, and you said this. I, I agree with it as well. Look, the Blazers are under no obligation to trade him to the heat. Like, they're going to trade him, I would imagine, wherever they get the best stuff in return for the Portland Trail Blazers. And that's what they should do as an organization. Now, for all that he's done for them, of course, you don't want to send him to Siberia, right? But, and but like, Siberia doesn't have a team in the NBA. So you're, you're exactly right. I said this to Henry yesterday. I don't think it made in the article, but uh, had they always underpaid him, uh, hey, mm-hmm. we'll take care of you eventually, and then not mm-hmm. ever done that, I think then it's incumbent on a team to say, all right, you know, we kind of screw you here. We're going to get you where you want to go, and we'll take the loss because uh, we've saved all this money. That's not the case. The money Correct. gives them license to whatever they want to do, right? Dame, you are unbelievably wealthy and are going to be mm-hmm. considerably more so going forward. So we're going to do the best thing for our franchise now. We did the best thing for you. Wasn't the best mm-hmm. thing for us. In fact, our trade value for you is down because we're paying you so much money. But we did we did you proper. Now we're going to take care of ourselves. And then the other team that takes you can one day decide to move you right. to where you want to go. It won't be us right. necessarily. That that's, no, that's I fair. think Portland's in a position to do that. Yeah, that is fair. And and I think yeah, I think while Trailblazer Chil- fans might be sad um at, at the prospect of, of you know arguably and i'm not even to say he's the best but among the best blazers ever now he will have all, all their records because he's played so long and, and all that but walton did win a title drexler got him to the nba finals you know so he's he's in the running it doesn't matter but he's, he's up right there. right it doesn't really right. matter but he's you know so you can remember him fondly but also be excited about what your future is right we like we like scoot a lot we think he could be something special who knows what you have with Shaden Sharp and Ambry Simons and all those picks and more young guys coming in? You might have something really nice, nice there to work, work, work off of going forward. Um, what makes this curious, though, David, is they decided to give Jeremy Grant five years, one hundred and sixty million dollars. Um, 
And given the new CBA and everything that's going on, a lot of the deals we saw have been more than a three-year type because I feel like teams don't want themselves stuck for four or five years with a guy. Uh, but, you know, they went for it. And I thought it would be interesting to look at these deals from the bonus win stat, which is what uh, Steve Alardi and Henry came up with uh, last year. And I think it's a very illustrative way to look at, okay, did we overpay, underpay, or get the right value for this guy? Um, and look, Jeremy Grant's 27, 28. That's it? Wow. So he could get better, right, at that he, age? You he, still he, was, he was 20. He was 20 years old in the draft of 14 because I loved him as a first-round pick. And so this is nine years. So he bet he's 29. Let's see. Yeah, he's, he's 28 last year. So, yes, he'll be 29 yeah. this, this yeah. current season. So uh, according to Dunks and Threes, um, he had 6.2 estimated wins last year. And given the math that we do, $3.75 million per win, that would mean if he stays what he was last year, he is a $23.25 million a year player. Uh, next year with his new salary, he'll be making $27.5 million a year. So a little bit extra. So the idea is, do you think he can be an extra win and a half better as a player next year for Fulton to make that salary justifiable? Well, I think we should look at the the entirety of the situation. Uh, obviously, I have a lot of respect for Stephen and our partner, Henry. Um, the uh, All those stats are pictures of what's happened. They aren't necessarily projections because they can't truly factor in those things that can't be measured. What can be measured, they factor it in. Who's playing with you and, and so forth. But the, the, the net total of what Portland has been uh, was a mess. And so I think that Jeremy played less than what he's probably capable of had mm. they had a better team around that, around him. Now, they're not going to have a better team this year, I wouldn't think. No, they might have not. a little more of a clear picture of what they should be. I also think, and we're going to talk about this a lot, uh, as you look at these moves that uh, some of these teams have made that seem kind of head-scratching, uh, I, I had a high-level executive once say to me when he was evaluating Jeremy Grant in the draft process, he's the kind of young man you want your daughter to marry. This was a white executive saying that, by the way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and I mm -hmm. only loved him even more because I loved him already before that conversation took place. And so when you think about young Scoot, young Shaden, mm -hmm. Jeremy Grant is just the consummate pro. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. um, and so to your point, what you just said, if he doesn't quite earn that salary with, with wins and production mm -hmm, efficiency, mm -hmm. He might make up for it and just overall Another adding area. to the culture. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and we're going to get to Desmond Bain later. Yep. Like all those things have to me have to factor into. Yeah. I think you're 100% right there. Um, you know, look, when the NBA decides or the NBA teams decide to draft guys. Right. It isn't like they don't know, look. They've got dossiers on these people and they know everything about them. Who their girlfriend is. Uh you know, if they have a spouse, are they cheating on it? They got all the info on these guys. Now, when the talent is extremely overwhelming, as we see all the time, they will look past certain things because they're like, we ain't ever going to find another one of these dudes again. We got to take it and cross our fingers and hope. Sounds, you like, you're, sounds like you're talking about Kyrie in Dallas. <laughs> and, he, and he's not chasing ch girls or anything right. like that. And, or, and, he, and that's right. And guns. He, Right. He has none of those he problems. He has his own issues. Right. His issues are, am I coming to work today? Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Like, which, again, problematic. Do I want to pay you 40 plus million a year when I'm not sure you're going to be at work every day? But he's so, listen, can he play with Dallas this year? He was 27, 6, and 5 on 50, 40, 90. Like, he's incredible. This is why you get seduced by, I got to, where am I going to find somebody like this? Uh, well, this is the other side that comes with it. Maybe he'll play. Maybe he won't. He might act up. He might not. But teams are in this dilemma every year. So when, to your point, Jeremy Grant, a guy who they're like, you know what? He may never, to your point, David, hit that next year because we're young or whatever. But when he when we leave this uh, facility, I don't worry a minute about what he's doing, what's going on. He's going to be good for our young guys. There's value in that. What the dollar amount is, I don't know. But teams place whatever they decide the value is on that. And Portland clearly values him as someone who matters in that way. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see what really happens in Portland, though. Um, with those guys now, I know Chauncey, and you guys mentioned this in the article, he wants to play more of a ball movement type, right? Guys getting off ball, what's well, hard to do with Dame. 
Well, no Dame there and no veteran there in that way to bark at the young guys when they're not doing what they're supposed to do. Maybe they'll play super fast and a lot more ball movement. And look, they're going to screw fuck around a lot and not be very good. But I think you might build a nice system there going forward that when they eventually are good, you might be cooking with some gas later on. I'd be careful. Uh, to, I don't think you meant it this way, but I don't know if they'll be good or not. Like, uh, uh, Scoop's got a plenty of downside. He can't shoot. Sure. You know, he's not that tall. He's very athletic. He's a bully. And I mean that in a good way. Yeah. Uh, one high level, one agent who I think has a great eye for talent told me he, he watched him a ton in the G League this year, which I did not. I watched him four or five times. He said, I think he's more like Eric Bledsoe. Mm. All right. So, good player. Mm-hmm, Aaron Bledsoe's mm-hmm. won a bunch of games, and yeah. but but he's not that kind of game changing talent. Mm-hmm. No, uh, we get quickly seduced. We the average fan gets quickly seduced by draft position, right? When yep. in reality, that's not the game. The game, mm-hmm. the draft is about how do you compare to your other classmates. But the league has all four hundred fifty players involved. So where Scoot fits in with that, I don't know. And don't same know with Sharp. We know mm-hmm. he's super talented. Does that translate to wins? I don't know. You know, we we we. There's a lot to, to remain to be seen there, uh, and I think Jeremy won't be. I think he'll be good, and so that's a that's a factor. We'll see about Anthony Simons how he fits in because you still got three guys. As I told Henry, it's not about needing the ball. Everyone needs touches, whatever if they score. Mm-hmm. Those guys are dribblers, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. if you can get mm-hmm. Sharp to buy into being a less of a dribbler and let Simons and Scoot do more of the dribbling, then that's good. Then that's yep. that's a positive step. So we'll we'll see a lot about Chauncey this year too. Oh yeah, and, and look, and 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 you're right. I, I didn't. I wasn't saying they're definitely going to be good. The reality is, they have an opportunity to do everything right to make them good. Will they? I don't know. We'll find out well, over the next. Well, let's see what happens with Dame. They still, you know, when they, I don't yeah. know when they're going to trade him, and what they're going to get back for it, and yeah, what they're no going to get up for it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. All that stuff matters, so I, I I think that's all that's all relevant here. Um, you mentioned Desmond Bain. We'll talk about the Grizzlies now because it's kind of sort of similar uh, in, in in that way. They extended Desmond Bain five years, two hundred seven uh, two hundred seven million dollar a rookie max extension. Which, by the way, I think people don't remember this. The reason that's an easier uh, pill for Para to swallow uh, from a right right in the check standpoint. Remember. Jaron Jackson Jr. was extended at four years, $107 million because he was coming off those early injuries, right? So he wasn't getting, he didn't give him a rookie max extension. They extended him in a, a, at a nice salary, but they're actually getting him on a lower deal considering he's now Defensive Player of the Year, right? Had he won that DPOY a year before and then they weren't going to get him for 4 and 107. It would have been 5 and 200 and whatever, which would have made signing Bain to that extension really tough, right? But again, this is that, not quite the same, but remember when Curry had the ankle issues and they only had him on that deal? That's why they were able to get Kevin Durant, right? Sometimes teams luck into these situations where they can get guys. And and the players uh, remove risk from the equation. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, it's a reward-risk scenario that's so obvious. Uh, yes, I cannot play. I cannot accept the extension and mm-hmm. get an extra 10 to $15 million a year, whatever it is, uh, I, I'm on my next deal. Mm-hmm. But I also get hurt and have that Correct. number almost zero out or close Correct. to it when I'm not, you know, Kevin Durant was different when he got hurt mm-hmm. with his, mm-hmm. uh, with his t- Achilles. So yeah, it was just bad luck for, for, uh, for Triple J. Mm-hmm. Great luck for Desmond Bain. Mm-hmm. And so now their core is locked up, um, which is good for Memphis. Um, but it's also interesting because d- d- and people are saying, oh my God, that's an overpay for Dylan Brooks. Also keep in mind that extension I mean, does not... Bain. Desmond Bain, excuse me. Oh, oh it is an overpay for Dylan Brooks. We'll get <laughs> we'll, to that we'll, later. We'll get to him later. <laughs> that extension doesn't kick in until next, not this season coming, the following season is when he starts making yeah, that money. So he's still on that player it's option. It's so he's still he's still performing at a level above what he's being paid right now, which is excellent. I think Dunkson 3's had him at 8.3 um, estimated wins this past season. And he is a top three, one, two, three, three-point shooter on volume in the NBA. Yeah. Average 21, 5, and 4. And he, d- he did something, David, which you talked about on, on Monday's show, last week's show, or Thursday, excuse me, the value of having a plan for players when they play summer league. So I don't know if guys remember, but Desmond played, played Bain, played summer league, uh, after, of course, before his rookie year, the year after, and the year after that. And the reason they did that was because they were like, we want you to run point and expand and work on your playmaking. And we saw that come to fruition 
last season, especially when Morant was out and those different things. And he was kind of quarterback in that second unit a lot of the times. That was David's point about if you have a plan with the player and go to summer league, it can pay dividends versus just showing up and doing God knows what. Um, it's also Desmond Bain is the kind of player that David talked about before. The Memphis Grizzlies and John Hollinger uh, tweeted this out, so I want to give John credit. Uh, he said, you know, while you're worrying about if this is an overpay for Desmond Bain, know that the Grizzlies are not going to spend a single minute worrying about him. And that has, to David's point, has so much value, particularly in Memphis, where there is one person they are constantly worried about all the time in John Morant. Well, I don't pay attention to this like you do. Um, I don't pay attention to Memphis like you do either. But um, the team is notorious for saying a lot of stupid things uh, and not backing it up. Not that I think saying stupid things is okay if you back it up, because I don't. Mm -hmm. Dylan Brooks is gone in part because Mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. Gone. Correct. And some other team valued him, but they don't, I guess they don't mind stupid things being said. <laughs> um, has Desmond Bain ever been accused of saying stupid things? No, no, no. I don't recall any. No, he, you know, he, that, that whole Brooks sort of like, you know, we talk and we're young. They, they will, he'll participate in that kind of talking. Two years ago, uh, LeBron was chirping at him uh, in a regular season game where the Grizzlies were dominating him. And LeBron was like, stop it, stop talking shit. And he's like, I'm getting sick of y'all. Like, so, you know, Bain will oh, sort I don't, of like. I don't care on court. Right. Like that doesn't, I don't care about Yeah. It. No, no. On court. Yeah. If it, if it helps you play better, do it. Right. Fine. If you don't yeah. play as well, shut your mouth. Correct. Uh, and focus on playing better. Mm-hmm. But if you play great and you're talking, I don't care. I don't care. Either. But it's the off court stuff that always bothers yeah, me. No, I don't, he's, I don't, no. he's not. I think bad. he's a very bankable guy. Mm-hmm. I think they feel, all right, we know we're going to get close to what we're paying for with him. Mm-hmm. Durable guy. Uh, f- fills a need. They need shooting. Mm-hmm. Sure. Great shooter, mm-hmm. uh, uh, willing everything, and because they just got rid of um, Jones and Jones, mm-hmm. then he they know they can play him at someone too. Correct. Yes, he can definitely play that play that backup spot, and that was the reason why, no doubt, they decided to bring Marcus Smart in. All right. Um, now Marcus Smart doesn't shoot the ball as well, but he shoots too much, which we which we discussed before. But the idea there is another adult in the locker room because one thing we can say about Marcus Smart is that he's a professional. Right. He handles himself in a professional manner, and I think that's something that they hope rubs off on Ja a little bit uh, off the court as much as anything. Um, so yeah, I think Memphis is you know that's kind of the, the the mode they're in right now is we want no more antics in that WWE style thing where we're not we're not doing that anymore. That's bit that's bitten us in the ass. We want to be grown ups and professionals, and that, look, that's part of a young team maturing as well, right? Like you got to go through these. Oh, we talk shit and we got our ass kicked. I mean, we should to your point, stop talking shit. And worry about playing better, and things will be better for us moving forward. Yeah, yeah, but I guess Houston uh, doesn't feel the same. <laughs> All right, let's 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 go to Houston because <laughs> okay, Dylan Brooks, four years, eighty million dollar deal. Um, now, for all of Dylan Brooks's problems and on the floor, which he can really guard, he can guard. Okay, and maybe Ime Yudoka is like. Okay, this is the calculus they're doing. We, I can get him to cut that stupid WWE shit out, but I can get him to show these young guys how to have a commitment on the defensive end of the floor. We shall see. We know Ime loves guys who can play defense. Um, Dylan Brooks, by the way, uh, last season for Memphis, he was very good. He made an all-defensive all team. Uh, he was credited with 4.9 estimated wins, um, according to Dunks and Threes. So when you look at that salary... I mean, it's not a gross overpay. No. According to that, he should be $18.37 million a year. So at 20, you know. No, the, the question is, does he bring the edge that brings everyone up? Or, or does, does he bring correct. some silly stuff that brings everyone down? Correct. And with, that, with those young guys yelling green, I don't know. I don't know. We shall see. Clearly, yeah. um, Paul Silas wasn't able to get them to not do dumb Steve shit. Silas. Sorry, Jesus. Yeah. Steve Silas wasn't able to get them to stop doing dumb shit. Yeah, maybe Ime Ime can. I don't know. We'll, no, but it's a fair point you're making that Ime Ime was hired to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they he, they just piled it on. They thought it should be dealing with a bunch of young guys. Now I got to deal with uh, uh, Dylan Brooks too. Okay, Fred VanVleet will help, for, and Jeff Green will help. Now, so yeah. here's another uh, another point you're making here about sometimes it's about the other stuff. So Jeff Green last year, coach, was a net negative player for the Denver yeah. Nuggets throughout the course of the season. I thought he sucked. He had some moments in the playoffs, but everyone for the most moments. part, yeah. everyone, to your point, everyone has moments. He was a net yeah. negative. 
but they paid him uh, a one-year deal of four and a half million dollars. But I think to what we talked about earlier, that's because Uncle Jeff is a professional, an adult, and they're like, we need more adults around these kids who need to know what it, how serious to take their craft. Yeah, I've always uh, pushed back against the idea in general, but in specific uh, instances, I, I get it. Udonis has served that role in mm-hmm. Miami. Garrett Temple mm-hmm. uh, served that role in New Orleans. May mm-hmm. still, we don't know yet. They, they, I just read that they're pushing back his deadline to okay. make a decision uh, because that's his role. He's really kind of a leader. And and yeah, Je- Jeff Green, who, again, I've said this, played against Al Horford and Corey Bruin. Right. Yeah. You know, in uh, in one of their tournament runs, still playing, I think it's the same idea there. Yeah, and then Fred is a good player still, right? A, a, a very yeah, good very player. good all star level, all star, mm-hmm. you know, borderline all star. And that's another again adult professional who will be in the locker room. So you're, you're defensive you're, minded, mm-hmm, which Emay's going to love. So again, you're eliminating a lot of the. And I think you know, there's a lot that, of money though, Gerard. Well, sh- a ton of money. Question now is. Are they keeping every all those dudes, or is one of those young good dudes getting sent somewhere? I imagine maybe. How do you think Cam Whitmore feels? <laughs> well, I mean, it's just it's just gotten worse. Yeah, it, it was bad on draft night, and he doesn't. I mean, young players especially don't see tea leaves at all. No, and no. I've told this story probably before, but I remember I had some players on the Bulls a long time ago, and they had Hilton Armstrong. And I've just mm-hmm. gone blank on the other guy that was uh, their own pick. Hilton came from New Orleans at first. They Number 13 and 14 in the same draft. They're both in the team. And I see him warming up before a game. And I realize, oh, these guys don't realize this is the last game they'll play in the NBA. I think Hilton ended up hanging around for a little while longer. The other guy from NC State didn't. But the rookies tend not to see down the road well. But uh, still, camp can't be happy. What about Amen Thompson? Is he a one? Well, they got Fred Van Vliet mm-hmm. and Jalen Green. Mm-hmm. Is he a wing? Well, they just brought in Dylan Brooks. Correct, correct. Uh, if he starts, how well are those veterans really going to be leaders mm-hmm. when they're being paid that way? Jeff Green will be fine. Yeah, yeah. The other guy's getting Brooks paid. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, Fred's going to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about Dylan Brooks. It's got to, Emi's got to manage it. It's got to be managed. Emi's got his work cut out for him is what you're saying in Houston. For sure. Yeah. Okay. And those rookies do too. Because they, they need to give, be given room to fail. Yes. I, I don't like what Houston's done. I, agree. I think they've overpaid for everyone. I, I don't care about Jeff Green, the other ones. Mm-hmm. And I they have a talented core. They, they wanted to get Brooke Lopez. I, yeah, I saw that. They, if they had got Brooke, they wouldn't have got – I think I, Hollinger told me on a twi- tweet uh, that they couldn't have gotten Brooks and Lopez. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Brooke Lopez and Dylan Brooks. They already got Fred. Because I had heard a couple of days ago, and even back a few weeks ago, they were going after all three. Mm-hmm. And Holland just said they could have done it. I, I don't know the cap like he does. But um, Shangun wouldn't have been happy with that, obviously, played by Brooke Lopez. That's right. You so, got Shangun, you have Jabari Smith Jr., you got uh, Tari East. I mean, this is, this is a crowded, all of a sudden, this team's very crowded, I feel like, with people who need to be playing. It's just a weird mix of older guys and really, really yes. young guys not ready to win yet. Uh, it, like, you, like you just said, Ime's got his real work, a real work cut out for him. Um, they're a team to watch. Mm-hmm. Udoka could be coach of the year if they win 45 games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it also could be a train wreck. I don't think a train wreck. It just <laughs> could not go great. I don't sure. think it would be a train wreck. Fred's a quality person, but they didn't do it in Portland, in Toronto. You're right. With better talent. So they got, they got some stuff to do here. No, absolutely. So yeah, Houston's a team that bears, that bears noting. It, maybe it's one of those things where they, because they were the one team that had all that, them in um, uh, San Antonio had all that cap space. They were like, well, let's, we got to, and by the way, for the CBA, the new rule is you have to spend the floor yeah. before day one of the season. You can't yeah. do like you used to do in the they past. Got to do something for sure. So they had. So maybe this was their yeah. move. We'll just bring guys in again. We'll see what Emay does. Um, a team I want to talk about that you were high on last year before any more than anybody else because you said the roster was fine in its initial iteration. You liked it again at the trade deadline. That team, by the way, went to the Western Conference Finals. I liked what they did this. Offseason. Lakers, Lakers minus one move I thought was an overpay. Um, so let's start there. I think the Rui Hachimura deal was an overpay, based on just what we've seen him. I know we had a great postseason run. I just don't know if that shooting is who he's going to be over the course. I mean, he hasn't in his entire career been that, and that's a lot of money. And again, being where the cap is, the idea is you cannot overpay for certain slots, right? Once you do that. That hamstrings you in other areas. So the Rui right. deal is the one I think is going to hurt them. Every other deal I like. Gabe Vincent, Jackson Hayes, Torian Prince, Austin Reeves, 
even D'Lo, like I like those deals money wise. The Rui one, I'm like, oh, maybe you overpaid there. Yeah, but he's still trending up. They hope you know he mm-hmm. he missed the whole you know most of the season yep. uh, back in here. He'd be in Japan for what we don't know personal reasons. Um, they they know him better than we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they saw him sure. every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, they must like his work ethic. Um, the Lakers have a lot of good players. They do. I don't I don't love their backup. I don't love Jackson Hayes as mm-hmm. a backup to AD. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they had better guys before, but um, yeah, I mean the LeBron should be happy with the team they've got. Now, of course, as much as we love the, the roster that they have, no, it's all contingent on LeBron and AD being healthy. If those two aren't, it doesn't. It, the rest of that roster isn't going to matter. We know the biggest predictor of future injury is previous injury. Right. LeBron has been hurt every year he's been in LA. Odds are he's going to spend time on the injury list again next season. Anthony Davis also has a history. I mean, right? That's just going to happen. The question is, can this crew hold the fort down better than last year, right? And Because I think if they have to run through that 10 seed to get lucky to go past again, like that's a lot. I mean, they should have lost to Minnesota, right? In, in the play-in last year. That should have been over. So I don't know if they can. this team is good enough to do that again and run to the, to the top of the conference final because the West is going to be better. Yeah, had have have that happened, by the way, Minnesota holds on. They're playing Denver in the first round, and they're out fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as we saw in the Western Conference Finals. It's yep. a big, the matchup is very bad for them, uh, and was. Um, yeah, we'll, uh, I don't think they'll have as bad a start unless a bunch of guys are hurt again. Rui being paid, I think, is part to replace LeBron's scoring mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when LeBron's out. We know he can score. Sure can. He doesn't guard, but we'll see if they can collectively figure it out. Hopefully, Darvin Ham learned a lot from last year. I was going to go there. Can he? I mean, yeah. not can he. We expect him to be better in year two, right? At least a little bit better, maybe a lot better. We'll see. Um, but they are they're an interesting team to watch. Yeah. yeah. I, I On the higher end. Houston's interesting on the lower to middle middle tier. LA's in the top tier. Yeah, I think this LA team. And the reason why I I know you don't like Jackson Hayes. My thing is, like, I think at that I money, love Jackson Hayes coming out. I just, right. he hasn't he done He hasn't done anything. I just think no. at, at that money, I think it's a, it's a, Fine flyer from the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he doesn't work out, fine. It, it, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't cost anything. Cost us anything. So, you know, maybe, you know, he's nineteen. He's bouncy and young. Like I don't know, maybe a change. In he's not nineteen anymore. Was he twenty now? Twenty one? Maybe twenty one, twenty two. But I mean, super athletic. He just, yeah, I think he thinks he's a small forward and has really uh, bought into the idea of being just being athletic. Five. Got it. And, got it. And he's never really fit in because of it. He's so super that, talented. That's something we should talk about because that's what you do. Helping guys understand, like, I know you think you're Kevin Durant, but you ain't. Like, the way you're going to stick in this league is rim running, deep protecting it right, protecting the rim on defense, like being, as you said, an athletic five. How do you get a player who thinks he's something else to buy into, no, this is who you're going to be, and you're going to make a lot more money being this? Well, there's there's a couple of ways. One way would be if the player is willing to listen mm-hmm. right away and get them to understand that you need a foundation to stick in the league and that you can add to it. Uh, Mikhail Bridges made the league mm-hmm. as a defensive minded three and D guy. Mm-hmm. Well, and then we saw what happened when he got to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Oh, he can really score too. If he had tried to do that as a rookie and failed, which he probably would have failed, who knows where he goes? Mm-hmm. You have to get a foundation. Uh, if, if they'll listen, great. If they don't, then you hope that when you show them the, at the mirror, so here's what you've been doing, mm-hmm. playing your way. And here's three other guys that kind of look like you and have your skill set. Here's what they're doing in a positive way because they're making it simpler. Like the way Aiton went from chucking the ball as a rookie mm-hmm. to much more conservative these next couple of years and earn a max deal. Mm-hmm. You're hoping then they'll li- listen to that. If they'll ignore both of them, then they're in trouble okay. in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see where Jackson Hayes is uh, in that level of his, um, of, of his growth and development. David, I liked the Phoenix Suns signings. Now, with their top, top, heavy salary right with literally their entire cap locked up within with four guys they had no choice but to get nothing but vet minimums um and they were able to bring back damian lee and josh akoji all on on deals that worked that were that are team friendly and for most of their vet their vet minimum their vets that they brought in they gave them the deal where the second year is a player option so if you perform well and we do well you can go chase money somewhere else because we know we're not gonna be able to pay you which you know i think guys like that so they got uh, Bates Diop, who was actually pretty productive for San Antonio last year. Uh, Drew Eubanks, Yuta Wadnabi, and Chimeze Metu. Um, look, again, n- not names are going to blow anybody's socks off, but for a team that needs depth, 
Um, I thought they did a very good job of getting as many of those guys in as they possibly could. Yeah, man, their story is the uh, the big three plus eight. Mm-hmm. Can they stay That's healthy? The story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is Beal is Beal healthy? Is Durant healthy? It, it Booker, is Booker healthy the last mm-hmm. couple of years. Yeah, so uh, they did fine finding quality players. I told you most of these guys are about the same. Mm-hmm. Um, a little older, a little younger. That changes things, but um, the, the the health of the big four and and the new coach. Yes. Yeah. How you know how is that all going to play out with Frank Vogel, particularly on the defensive stamp uh, side of yeah. the side of the court, right? Um, which is where Vogel Vogel makes his money. Uh, he's, and does Aiden make a jump because he's he is young? Well, and he, he still can do that. And he's the one that I think can Vogel get a new voice because obviously him and Monty wasn't working. Yeah. Is this because if he can be that jump and be that defensive center we think he can be, well, that changes the equation for them now, right? Um, yeah. And all of his defenses, Frank Vogel's now have always had a really good defensive five, right? So yeah. that goes back to Roy Hibbert in in Indiana. Yep. So we'll yep. we'll see how that all that all plays out. Um. The Pacers. <laughs> First of all, shout out to Tyrese Halliburton for having just the most fun weekend ever uh, on on social media. Of course, he got his rookie max extension. So very happy about that. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, David. He tweeted a video uh, gif of wrestling fans would know the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, uh, just basically grinning and laughing like as the million dollar man often did in all his promos. And of course, they what he tweets after he signs a rookie max extension for two hundred plus million dollars. Like so, shout out to 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 Darius for being funny and having a, a good sense of humor on that. And congratulations, right? That's hard work that paid off, and you know it's generational money. So congrats, young man. And um, when they when they got um, when they, when they resigned everybody, Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown, and you know he's like, man, he's like. I'm just gonna be throwing lobs to everybody all over the place. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like Mahomes and Kelsey. Just Tyrese wrote this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, just you know, having you know, clearly on Twitter, just having fun with all his new teammates that are here and 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 all the excitement. Okay, now, David, back to on the floor. Bruce Brown coming in a slight overpay, I think, uh, just based on 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 what what Bruce does. But Bruce is very good last year for 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 Denver. Do you like what Indiana has on the floor with now with Bruce, Andrew, Tyrese? They can still move Miles Turner or keep depending, do whatever they want, right? Because that's a very movable contract. Um, I figure they probably move either. Probably Buddy Heald, we think, right? This is one of the ones that, that gets moved potentially. But I kind of like what Indiana's building. I really like what they're doing. Uh, forgive me, I have no idea who the million dollar man is. Oh, yeah, he's a wrestler, and that I, was his whole great, thing. Great nickname. <laughs> I'm not. I've not watched wrestling since Rocky Johnson. Oh, yeah. So Million Dollar Man was yeah. a little bit. He was late. He was in the 80s, in 80s, early 90s. Oh, yeah. I was already working. <laughs> I, after, in 87, I graduated <laughs> college. I, I've not watched a second of it since, but it sounds good. Um, what a great nickname. Um, yeah, Tyrese earned it. I thought he was worth it. And uh, because he's such a great passer, it's fun for his, his teammates. Oh, Obi Toppin, they of course, is who he's going to be throwing these, right. these lobs to. So, well, they got Isaiah Jackson off the bench, who's super athletic. Mm-hmm. Miles Turner can jump a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, um, Bruce Brown, you know, not really. He's he's an athletic dude. Mm-hmm. He's just 6'4". But, um, no, they added a, a defensive-minded player. I think T.J. McConnell's gone. Uh, and good for him because he'll go play for somebody after a career year from shooting last year. Uh, and then they'll have Buddy Heald, I think, traded also. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got Jordan Nwora. Oh, yes, right. Uh, they've got Jalen Smith uh, as a, as a right. key backup, oh, yeah. but still not terrible. He's got. He's still with top ten percent in shot blocks. He's can't shoot, and people thought he maybe could. But um, the the challenge there will be who starts next to Tyrese and Bruce because we were assuming Bruce starts. Everyone's just assuming it's Ben Matherin. I'm not assuming. I, I think that. it should. How tall Andrew Nemhart? Six five. So I think it should be Tyrese and Andrew in the backcourt, right? Well, if you don't start, if you start Matherin, mm-hmm. and he isn't much different than he was before. You've got a weak defender in Tyrese, a weak defender in Matherin, a good one in Bruce Brown. Right. Uh, that was what you had last year, mm-hmm. is one only one good defender, and it was Nemhard. I think you want to – plus, Rick Carlisle loves point guards at the two-guard spot. Mm-hmm. Look, If you look at his Dallas teams, they always carried four mm-hmm. point guards mm-hmm. a lot, um, uh, three and four. I think that uh, – I think Nemhard – I think it's going to be a situation where they'll trade TJ, Nemhard will get Tyrese's backup minutes, that's about 12 minutes a game if you play 36 minutes. Mm-hmm. They'll start and come out at the six-minute mark of the first and third quarter. So he gets 24 minutes. 
Does he when he'll come back in for Tyrese? And then when Tyrese comes back in, does Andrew go out or does he stay mm-hmm. on the court? Rick's gonna play with it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he'll leave Ben in. Sometimes he'll 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 uh, you know take uh, I put Ben in. Sometimes he'll take Andrew, uh, leave him in. Uh, they also can go small. Remember Bruce Brown for Brooklyn played, played some yeah. four and five. Yeah, played some. Mm-hmm. Did he play some five? Wow. Five. Last year he didn't. Last year he was like thirty four percent shooting guard, sixty four percent more or less from a uh, small forward and 3% power forward. Um, so, but I think they'll experiment some. And, and, and they don't have to trade Buddy tomorrow. So they, they can hold off. They can go Halliburton, Emhard, Buddy, Bruce, uh, Matherin, Bruce, Matherin, Buddy, and then Miles Turner at the five to close games. Can you do, and maybe he's not ready to start, can you do OB and Turner at the 4-5? I think OB will start okay. to the beginning of the season. Uh, I because they got killed in the glass. I assume they got killed on defense. So uh, I think Obi starts. I just don't feel finished. We'll see. He, I like Obi top. I, like I had him my top five when he came out of Dayton. Super athletic guy. Yeah. And uh, uh, he just for whatever reason he and, he and Thibodeau never worked it out. But he we, he also is a free agent after the season. So Indiana got a free year at him. Cost him some draft picks. But he could end up being a very nice four for them. I think, I think so too. And uh, I really, I think the Pacers are sneaky good they, and very deep. Yeah, they can maybe not quite the, the 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 metrics because Cleveland has those two amazing defenders. But I, similar to how Cleveland made that jump this year, uh, Indiana could be a team that hovers around that. I think like, so. You know, that's and, and we didn't mention Jarris Walker, correct? Who I would have taken Taylor Hendricks, but I could be wrong. Jarris Walker's got a lot of talent and uh, uh, can help defensively in a year or two. Get up offensively in two or three years, probably. He needs to get some time. And so that's going to keep them from really breaking out because he's going to probably be a net negative player. Mm-hmm. No one else on the team except for maybe Matherin, but really no one else should be a net Agreed. negative, which is good for the yeah. Pacers. They'll just have one. Unless they play the kid, uh, the kid from Belmont probably mm-hmm. is now mm-hmm. out of the rotation. Yep. Um, I think if Nesmith is back, and I think he is, he may be out of the rotation. Mm-hmm. Nawara, they're all fighting for like nine or 10 spots. Yep. yep. Let's see here. Oh, we got a little. All right, we'll continue here. I don't know what's happening. Uh, we got a little technical difficulty, but uh, we'll we'll continue on here. There's a backup. Um, David, the Brooklyn Nets. Um, yeah, I was. You know, they didn't even let Cam get to all the way to restrict the free agents. Cam Cameron Johnson. They said, you know what? We like this young kid, um, and he's another like three and D kind of guy, right? Very good defender. Can he, he ain't young either. No can shoot can shoot the ball really well he's right he's right in his peak right and now so I, love I, I i love this deal for brooklyn i thought it was a, a nice pickup for them and they you know they could be potentially players um in a in a, in a damian lillard trade what they'd have to give up i mean without question without question they could i just be. don't know what they what portland would want back in return i would imagine one of those guys right uh cam or i think i think they'll get camped i think if the deals will be done they'll get future picks and cam thomas who can score we know uh, that. another mm-hmm. another scorer mm-hmm. But whatever, you're throwing a bunch of guys up against the wall and you'll see what sticks. Um, they, they won't get Bridges or Johnson or Claxton. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's a nice... By the way, Bridges, Johnson, and Claxton, that's a nice little core you, got, you got going there. Yeah. Um, and if somehow yeah. they get Dame added to that, that's that's a team that's cooking with grease. Um, let's let's go to the, the Cleveland, because we just talked about how Indiana could be not, again, not quite the net the overall differential that Cleveland had last year, but could be trending in that direction. Cleveland did something interesting. You, you texted in our group chat. So... Looks like Cleveland won shooting around their around their two bigs, and I'm like, yeah, seems sounds about right. They did a hell of a job. <laughs> yeah, so they got George Niang, they got Max Schuess, and they they resigned Karis LeVert. Um, what do you think about the Schuess deal? Do you think it was an overpay? And I ask because oftentimes the, the the refrain is when Heat guys leave Miami, they don't get better. Um, you know, they either regress or maybe stay the same. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I think Schuess can shoot. We'll see. Yeah, he won't regress there. Yeah, I like I like they're one of my favorite teams uh from yesterday. Uh because I just think shooting is such a factor. Yes. I really Excuse do. Me. I, obviously a lot of people do. And Yang is an unbelievable shooter and knows how to mm-hmm. play. And I think he's a better defender than people realize. Struce, same thing. So you got those two little guards. Mm-hmm. They they have not been able to trust the three. Yeah, that's the uh they'll give Levert a chance yeah. and during the season he'll soak up mm-hmm. minutes. Um but uh, you, Mobley is good enough to maybe guard threes even better than Yang, which means you can play Yang with mm-hmm. them. Struess also potentially. 
And that way you have an elite shooter on the court. Like one of those two guys should always be on the court. And Donovan Mitchell's a good mm-hmm. shooter, has been a great shooter at mm-hmm. times in his career. DG, Darius Garland, Garland, good shooter, potentially a great shooter. Uh, unless Mobley and Allen uh, develop a shooting ability, you've got to have the other three being premier shooters. Um, otherwise, they, you know, they could trade Jared Yeah, Yeah, which, you know, Allen had a rough postseason. Um, and I think he yeah. even said after, like, oh, you know, I, this was a lot for me, like this postseason, right? I think it's like, you know, you always talk about guys getting humbled by the league, right? And I don't mean it in a way that Jared Allen needed to be. Like, he's not a boastful player. No, no, no. But just this realization no, no. that, oh, I have to ratchet myself up to a whole different level in the playoffs, right? And the way that they they, they were dominated on the boards – more than they should have been. And it just, you know, there were some things there that I think instructed, you know, you, you always say we let what happens in games um, illustrate what we have to work on and do in our, in our practice, right? Yeah. So maybe this summer there were some things he realized, oh, and I got to work on this stuff if we're going to be any good going forward. So we'll see what happens uh, with, with Cleveland. Uh, the Knicks, I thought, made uh, a, a good move getting getting down to DiVincenzo. The Warriors weren't going to be able yeah. to, to afford him. Um, and that's... I, I like what the Knicks have. I know their fans are be mad because they didn't make any big splashy move, but this is a good team last year, and Dante's smart. And you, they haven't, they haven't made big splashy yeah. moves, right? and which is which is fine for them. That's they've done yes. good. Josh Hart wasn't no, splashy, no, a year ago. Yep, right. And this is this yeah. is big for them because that whole Villanova crew is back together now. It's Josh, it's it's Jalen, it's Dante, right? So they're all gonna have fun playing together again. Look. And I don't know how much value there is in that, but like they're familiar with one another, right? Like, so that may pay itself some level of dividends down the road, but I think the Knicks need to keep doing what they're doing. I just now realized who would be the odds on new head coach if they get the <laughs> in it's coached a fifth of their team. That, ooh. I mean, a third of their top nine. You know, Jay may want to come to the NBA and get that get that little NBA action. That, that ooh, interesting, interesting. Look at that. If it happens, you guys know where you hear, heard it first. <laughs> Doesn't William Wesley have a Philly connection? Uh, William Wesley has every connection. So yes, <laughs> wasn't he in Philly? Yeah, yeah. like that. Isn't that where his sneaker store was? Did. I believe yeah. it was. We we might have some things happening there. Uh, Milwaukee, as expected, David basically restructured um, Brooke Lopez and 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 uh, Chris Middleton's deals. He he, I thought he was going yeah, to Houston. So good job for on Milwaukee. sure. And because he, he's so critical of what they do defensively, obviously, and clearly yeah. Adrian Griffin values that. And right, or else he would have been like, you know, let's move on. And his shooting with remember with Giannis, you have to have Correct. a five that shoots. You have to have a five. Correct. That shoots. Um, the only thing that worries me is the Middleton piece of it. You know, he's been hurt a lot recently, and I don't think he's trending up right now, right? So, and they're going to rely, rely on him a lot, that spot a lot. And if that's not a spot that they're getting the kind of production they need, again, they're going to be great in the regular season, win a million games. But in the postseason, if he's not that kind of that level player, that spot's going to hurt them, I think, big time, because they need that other secondary creator and that's that's what he was uh when they ran to the championship so we'll see how that plays out for uh for for milwaukee um okay warriors we mentioned that well first of course the elephant in the room my elephant um they made their choice they said okay draymond's our guy um and i think after the 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 postseason steve Kerr said it in his press conference we don't win championships without draymond green which you agree with i agree like draymond is critical to what they do Okay, four years, uh, hundred million, and the way it's structured, it's back end. So it'll take they'll get a little bit less in the on the on the, in year one, which helps them on their luxury tax bill. And then as the deal picks up, he'll, he'll get paid out the rest of his of his hundred million dollars. Um, but they lost even change what I mentioned, which now means Kaminga and Moody have to be guys that play to the level that they think that they're. You know, you just said it doesn't matter where you get drafted. You that it's what's what you can provide value wise. Well, they have to provide the value the Warriors need from those spots to be a championship level team if they're going to try to get back to the finals this next next season. Yeah, I just don't know. I, I, I it's, if you look at the roster, there's real question marks. Yeah, I'm not sure who values Moody and Kaminga if you want to move them, which means you need them to mm-hmm. play. Uh, they traded um, Poole, they traded mm-hmm. Ryan Rollins, they traded mm-hmm. Patrick Baldwin. Uh, one was currently helping in pool, although this year he didn't. Rollins and Baldwin could have been down the road. Gary Payton's mm-hmm. and he'll be back and healthy for a full season, so that'll that'll help. He mm-hmm. looks good. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, it's really 
if any team can find a way to do a deal, you'd think it'd be them. Um, but I, I just don't know what they have. Looney is valuable and, and on a good For contract. Sure. But he's such a key player to what they yeah, do, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and there's, uh, we should talk about the Philly of all this because James Harden opted into his deal, which now means he's going to be traded most likely somewhere. And we know Daryl's going to do whatever's the best in Philly's interest, right, to bring back the most talent. Um, a lot of talk about him going to him being hard and going to the 70 Scott to the Clippers, um, which would mean if I'm if I'm Daryl, uh, man, definitely has to be coming back in that deal. Um, obviously, you are gonna have to get salary, whatever the salary works to, to, to match Harden and draft capital. Um, but a man, Maxi, I kind of like that a little bit that that works. Two players you like a lot, man and Maxi. I mean, the Clippers don't want to get rid of him. Oh, that's for sure. I mean. Yeah, that's yeah, you, you ain't getting hardened for nothing. Yeah. You got to give up something. <laughs> right, right. It's going to be, yeah, Philly lost um, Jalen McDaniels. That's right, yes. Yeah, he's going to Toronto. Just has a, Toronto's just loading up on a big <laughs> Six wing. foot nine wings, that's what they do. They, they don't really care about point guards. <laughs> Scotty Barnes will be the well, point he guard. Better, he better turn to Magic Johnson. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, right. Because they, they don't have Malachi yeah, Flynn. We, yeah. Like, I think, though, Delonte Wright, uh, I've been looking at uh, teams that have assets, players that other people mm-hmm. would value more because of where they are in the in the standings. Uh, the Wizards have um, uh, Delon mm-hmm. Wright, and, and, and they Jones. have Kuzma on a, on a nice deal. I know they just resigned him, but that could right. mean that's just a deal that can get moved. It, right. I don't know what they're thinking, <laughs> and so um, I, I, I don't mean like in a critical way. I, if they might keep Jones to be a starter with Kuzma. But if they start trading some of those guys, they're going to have the worst team. Not that I think there's a Victor Wembyama mm-hmm. next year's draft. I don't think there is. But um, yeah, Philly, Philly's got to replace. I mean, maybe they feel like they'll be better with Maxi in place of Harden. You know, there's an argument that hey, he's trending okay, up, and Harden's trending down, and we're going to be better. Yeah, we're going to be better. Uh, I know they wanted James, but they were just won't go overpay him apparently, and um, they'll they'll go after Dame Lillard. I, I well, that's the other place I was going to be. I was like. I, because they have to be, Daryl has to be thinking. We have Joel Embiid, right? And I don't know how long his body is going to hold right. up. So He's, we we have right. to be going all in for championships, right? So if Harden's going to go, some equal level all NBA person has to be coming back in return, right? In a, either a three team or something. Dame Lillard's interesting, but if you go Dame and Maxi, it's a poor defensive backcourt, right? You we we need some we need. I got to get a bigger, better somewhere. My wings got to be elite defensively because those two are going to get torched and pick and roll constantly in the playoffs. So, you know, they, they got some work to do. They got some work cut out for themselves to figure out how to, and then losing the Yang's going to hurt them as well um, off the bench. So, you know, Daryl, Daryl's got some work. You know, maybe, maybe Harden comes back. He doesn't I, want I to. imagine he doesn't. Yeah. He, he, Harden knows that I didn't get my deal. And Joel Embiid must have said, "Okay, mm, so that okay, that's it." So he, they're 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 now okay. not friends. Okay. I'm sure. Enough said. Yeah, you 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 as a superstar, you know that everything runs through the superstar. So there's no way they turn down Harden's deal without checking with mm-hmm. Joel. And he must have said, "It's okay, don't pay." Him. Well, and there so it is. He got he's got to be dead to James. And there James. it is. I'm just no, I, 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 I'm agreeing with you 100. Yeah. I'm like, well, that means he's out of there. Yeah. Um, so it'll, so Philly's a team to watch in terms of what they do because they, yeah. And Daryl's great at this stuff. Yep, that, that's, that's what he, he's made his reputation on. Um, the Mavericks, you mentioned, <laughs> look, I mean, this was the, uh, like, who else was going to pay Kyrie Irving? There clearly was no market for him. Nobody else was going to pay him that at least that money, three years at 120 with, by the way, uh, a player option for the third year, which, you know, <laughs> I mean, are you going to make it to year three? Well, and, and they just got, and they got down to Exum, like, you know. Former NBA lottery pick, three mm-hmm, or four pick, mm-hmm. maybe uh, got injured all the time. But he's a good player, and he, he was a key player in Partizan, who lost in the Euro League. So he, he's, he played well in, um, in the in, in Europe last year, and and good. shot that, well, well. That's always that was his problem. Through. Why he couldn't stick in the league? He was just mm-hmm. a defender. So he shot well from three, 40 percent plus, nice. and from the line, Ooh, 80 plus percent. That's a good. That's a good years, sign. But, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, not good for their draft pick, Omax Prosper, mm-hmm, who I know, mm-hmm. um, but good for the Mavericks, I think. Dante, I just, their five is still a concern. Derek Lively's, well, a, you know, 
Average five and five for Duke. Dwight last Powell's year. back. Like they brought Dwight Powell back. <laughs> Dwight Powell's back for three more years. <laughs> uh, Twelve million a year. Twelve million total. Um, but still, I think that there's that's a hole for and, them. And you know, everything Dallas does is along un, under the lens of they got to worry about Luca, right? That they're they're trying to keep him happy. And so Luca, to your point, stars Luca had to say, "No, you get Kyrie back here, or else, right? Or else they wouldn't have done it." So for sure. Um, you know. Now the question yeah. is: Is Kyrie going to cause issues, or is he going to again not? Not with, you know, off the court, that stuff we talked about with it. No, no. Is he going to come to work every every day and do what right. he's supposed to do? The last two stops he's been has approved otherwise. We shall see. Um, last team, we mentioned them before because that's where Harden wants to go. Clippers, uh, they brought Westbrook back, um, which, you know, whatever. Um, and they brought back, uh, they got Kenyon Martin Jr. Um, again, I think the Clippers are probably waiting to figure out, is this Harden thing going to be a reality? And what are we going to have to give up? Uh, again, I love I like man a lot. And, you know, we always talk about it. You need young players if you're going to advance deep in the playoffs. And if you just got a bunch of old dudes, you know, Westbrook, you know, uh, that's going to hurt you, I think. Yes. So it's going to be like like how Phoenix is, right? If they're for top three guys, meaning Kawhi, Paul George, and Harden, if you get MR healthy, okay, you're fine. But those guys are always hurt. So, and Paul George too, not just Kawhi. Um, no guarantee on that. So I think the Clippers are going to have to figure out, can we make moves around the margins? And Phoenix gobbled up a bunch of those vet minimum guys. That's going to be something that the Clippers have to do as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, There's still some shakeups coming. I, I, when you first said we're going to do a pod, I kept, th- I kept thinking, well, there's yeah. still some there dominoes to drop. And so that's, yeah, the Harden that's, issue is yep. probably the next thing we all need to focus Harden on. Harden and Dame, yeah. Where are those mm-hmm. two guys mm-hmm. going? And once those got once those dominoes fall, then I think that'll start. That'll okay. Bent minimum guy yeah, here. I'm going to this team. I'm going to that it. team. That that'll help. Right. So yeah, just a reminder, guys. Um, first of all, enjoy your Fourth uh, of July if you're celebrating, doing whatever. Uh, be safe. We will see you on Thursday, and we'll have some Sacramento summer league to talk about. And we may have um, something to talk about in terms of did one of those big dominoes fall, and then what 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 the result is after that. All right, take care.